Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, I consider yesterday's 37-31 Eagles loss to the Dolphins arguably the worst in the Doug Peterson era. But somebody who can help break that down further is the Hall of Famer Ray Dininger of WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia. Ray, good morning. It is, uh, it's actually not a good morning for a lot of Philadelphia considering what the Eagles did yesterday or did not do down there in Miami. Uh, who should the fans blame this morning for that loss yesterday? You can start anywhere. <laughs> you can start anywhere, uh, and, and you won't get an argument. Yeah, um, a lot of grumpy people on the streets of Philadelphia today. Um, three losses in a row, five in the last seven, uh, but none like this. Um, none like this. To lose to the Miami Dolphins, who are, who are just an awful wreck of a football team, is, uh, is unforgivable. It, it, it really is. And... Um, I mean, you could break it down a lot of different ways. There's a lot of certainly a lot of blame to be distributed, but um, the big picture view of this team is they are, you know, I, I think that uh, people have to accept the fact that this is what they are. You know, they're not a really good team that just all of a sudden hit a bad streak. Um, they've that they're at the point now where you can't even call them a good team. I mean, this is what they are. If you could, if you with, and I know people can can make the argument that, well, they're still in playoff contention and they can do this and they can still sneak in and they can win the division. I know that mathematically all that's out there. But the, you know, the reality is they are not a good team and they don't deserve to go to the playoffs. And yesterday was certainly, I mean, that was certainly the manifestation of that. No, I agree with you 100% on that, race. So here's the thing about it. Doug Peterson, and to his credit, he won the Super Bowl. Howie Roseman, along with Joe Douglas, to Howie's credit, put together a Super Bowl team a couple of seasons ago. But that being said, and I'm not discounting the Super Bowl, but that being said, Doug Peterson was 7-9 and his first year, 9-7 and last season with the remarkable run at the end to make the playoffs and win a playoff game. And right now, they're 5-7, and and it's going to be another season where they have less than 10 wins. Um, so I'm not saying fire Doug, and I know you last night on the postgame show were not saying fire Doug, but that being said, should somebody on this Eagles coaching staff lose their job for yesterday and for the way that this season has gone? Well, I think if things continue uh, down this path, um, yeah, there, there, there will be changes made, and there probably should. Um, I don't know that you know, certainly Doug Peterson isn't going anywhere, and, and nor should he. Uh, uh, and I'm not saying he's just, I, I'm not saying you keep him around just because he won the Super Bowl. I mean, you look back on that, the, the coaching job he did that year, it was, it was masterful. You know, now, uh, I, I don't know if it's a question of, has Doug lost his magic, if indeed there is such a thing for coaching. I just think that the team right now has, um, the team right now has uh, fallen apart. I mean, the some of the some of the players that were really good players uh, at that time uh, have gotten older. Um, some of them have regressed in terms of performance for whatever reason. Uh, I, I just don't think he's he's got the soldiers that he had two years ago, <clears throat> and that will affect any coach. 
So I'm I'm not prepared to fire Doug Peterson, although I think a lot of people are. Uh, I'm not really prepared to fire Jim Schwartz because I thought that over the last four weeks we had talked a lot about how this defense was performing and given Jim Schwartz a lot of the credit. Uh, Where else do you go? I, I definitely think they need a new set of eyes on offense. I definitely think they need, you know, and we've talked endlessly about how much they miss Frank Reich, and they do. But Frank Reich's not coming back. I mean, it's, you're wasting your time to talk about they miss Frank Reich. Well, he's, he's got another job. He's a head coach in Indianapolis. He's not going anywhere. But I think it might be time to look outside the immediate uh, coaching staff and look around for another offensive coach that can help Doug in the same ways that Frank Reich helped Doug. And I'm not putting all the blame on Mike Groh because that's an easy thing to do. And I'm not saying you should necessarily fire him either. But I think that they, what they should do is bring in another offensive coach who is from outside the staff that has a different view, uh, a different concept of offense, and can bring some new ideas to it. Because I think right now they seem to be stuck in mud offensively. Uh, and this week, weekly aversion to running the football, uh, is real, is, to me, it's very problematic. I, I think they have become um, way, way, way too reliant on the passing game. And I think as a result, they pull way, way too much pressure on their quarterback. I mean, you've had three straight games now where the coach has called 48, 50, and 48 pass plays in games that were close into the fourth quarter and games where when you ran the ball, you were running it successfully to the tune of almost five yards a carry. But you allow yourself in the second half of these games to get totally away from the, the running game, and I think it makes you more predictable and less effective as an offense. No, I, agree, I agree with you 100%. And the, and, the, and the running game aspect, I do put a lot on Doug and his offensive assistants, but that does fall a lot on Doug because he's got the final say on everything in terms of play calling. So that, that being said, Ray, while, while this isn't ob- this obviously not the, uh, the end of Doug Peterson or the end of the road for Doug Peterson after the next four games or so, but that being said, how should we assess Doug at this point into his fourth season in which one of them was was epic and the other three have been so-so to bad? Um, well, that's fair. I mean, it's a fair. It might be a little bit harsh in that, um, yeah, the one the one year they, they win a Super Bowl when no one thought that they possibly could. Um, that was That was certainly a magical season. And Doug was a big part of the magic. He really was. I thought that in terms of his uh, his game plans, uh, in terms of the way he handled the quarterback change, um, and his in-game decision-making, his, his aggressiveness, his willingness to gamble, uh, it just inspired confidence through the whole team. I mean, that was, honestly, that season was, was as good a coaching job as I've seen in the NFL in a very, very long time. I, I, don't, I don't believe a guy just loses that. Um, I think circumstances around him have uh, have fallen off. The team is not as good, and you know the the players that brought in have not as good, and you just look at you just look at 2017, and and you look at the um, a lot of the decisions they made, and there's there's something there's a little bit of a kind of almost a lightning in a bottle quality about that year because everything they tried seemed to work. I mean, even Howie, I mean his off season his off season signings, the, the guys that he brought in um, on sort of these short term contracts. They all collect. It brings back Nick Foles as you know, wins you the Super Bowl. Patrick Robinson comes in and makes a huge play in a championship game. Wisniewski comes in and plays well at the guard position. You get Chris Long, Torrey Smith, Tim Jernigan, LeGarrette Blunt. They bring in Jay Ajayi, even Corey Graham. I mean, every one of those guys, and I just rattled off about eight or nine guys, they brought in uh, on short-term deals as, as sort of Band-Aid players, and they all played big roles on that team. But this year, you know, you look at the, you know Cody Kessler, Jonathan Cyprian, 
Blake Countess. <laughs> you know, Deshaun Jackson probably would have been a good addition, but he got hurt. Malik Jackson probably would have been a good addition. He got hurt. Zach Brown was a total bust. Orlando Scandrick. I mean, as you hit on every single one of those decisions in 2017, and you've almost missed on every single decision this year. And that's how you go from Super Bowl champions to a team that's 5-7. and seven. So it's fair to say, then, that a lot of what happened this season is, is on Howie and the front office and the personnel department then. Yeah, I think if you look at the roster right now, you can see that. And you know, I think one of the things that's going to be um, important for them in this offseason is to take a, a really uh, uh, long, honest look at where they are as a team, as an organization, uh, and make the tough decisions. Because this isn't an easy fix, I don't think. I don't think it's a just a one- or two-player fix. Uh, I think you really have to pair off a lot of guys in this roster and start rebuilding. Uh, and I know people, I don't know how many people out there now are still clinging to this idea that, well, we could still win the division, which they can. I mean, if, if, if they do win out and they win all these games, all these division games, yeah, I guess they will win the division mathematically. But does it make you a good team magically? No, I don't think so. I think we've seen over the course of 12 games that you've played, you're not a good team. You may wind up winning a bad division, but winning a bad division doesn't make you a good team. In the long run, that's what you have to be. You have to get back to being a good team that can play championship football. And right now, they're light years away from that. Well, yeah, and, and that and that leads to my last question, Ray. And, and and I know that you you think that the conversation about going to the playoffs is is kind of fool's gold at this point because even if they make it, I mean, they they'll have a home game against a really good team and be embarrassed on national television. So you know, what's the point? Of that, you're right. It it it's covering up what is really a bad team. So that leads to my last question then, and you kind of mentioned it already with by mentioning rebuilding. Is the window for this Eagles team that had just won a Super Bowl two years ago, in which the head coach followed a couple of days after that by standing on the art museum steps and saying, "This is the new norm." Is the window for this team over? No. No, it's not because because you have the big element. You have a quarterback, and uh, and so as long as you've got him, you've got that chance. And I know he's taken a lot of blame this year, and he hasn't been perfect, but he's 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 certainly been better than the people around him to a large degree. I mean, you've got him, you've got Cox, you've got some good, you've still got some good players, but those guys that you can count on, those guys that can be guys that can that you feel can actually be part of winning a championship, they're fewer. There's no question about that, and they need better support around them. Uh, and no, I, I guess there's a feeling among some people that that window is closed. No, it's not. It's but it's 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 narrower. There's no question about there's no question about that. And uh, uh, and I, and I know that this this is going to be a critical off season. They, I mean, they have to have a really good draft. They have another really good free agency period, and they have to make a tough some tough decisions on some veteran players. I think this year, one of the things that Howie did that turned out to be a mistake was he trusted too many older players. I mean, he, you know, this is an older team now, and you know, and they trusted that some of these guys had one more good run left in them, and that proved not to be true, and that's why they are where they are right now. But those guys have to be replaced, and they have to be replaced with younger players that can actually come in and, and help you win a championship and get back to what you were, because right now you're not there. No, they're not. They're 5-7. and seven. They are still behind the Dallas Cowboys in the division by a game, and uh, there's still some games to play, but uh, again, they have bigger issues that go 
beyond this season, as we have discussed. Well, Ray, thank you for the time, as always. The Eagles don't play on Sunday, and I think, quite frankly, given what happened yesterday, that is kind of a little bit of a break for the city. They play next Monday <laughs> They play. They play next Monday night against a, a really awful Giants team at the link, but then again, they played an awful team yesterday, and we saw what happened. So who knows what will happen then, but we will preview it next Monday morning, uh, as we always do. Ray, thank you for the time, as always. That's my pleasure, David. I'll talk to you on Monday. Talk to you Monday, Ray. Hall of Famer Ray Dittinger of WIP and NBC Sports Philadelphia. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.